In a world full of infinite options, why do we settle for either or, this or that? Wouldn't it be wonderful if you could have both and? Today, that's exactly what we're talking about. So settle in, get comfortable, and let's chat. Hey y'all, Maggie Dickens here. Welcome to All The Feels. I'm so glad you're here. You've been shattering those glass ceilings and checking off the to-dos of adulting. And now it's time for you to shed those pressures and expectations to begin leaning into this crazy, beautiful life and time to start getting real with what drives you. So let's begin creating the life that you crave, one feeling at a time. Hi, y'all. Maggie Dickens here, professional counselor and personal confidence and mindset coach. And we're going to dive in really quick and we're going to go in really deep into this thing that I call both and living. And what the heck does this mean? Well, frankly, I have gotten tired of too many people saying, be positive, don't be negative, be um, forward thinking, don't be past thinking, be goal oriented and don't be lazy. These do this, don't do that. As if by doing one thing, you are inherently rejecting everything else. And I don't think that's true. I think that's too limiting. I think that is expecting us as humans to be a one or two note person. And I don't know about you, but I know that I'm complex and dynamic. And there's a lot about me that is so much more than either or, all or nothing, this or that, black or white. Instead, there's a rainbow of beautiful life and thoughts and feelings on this continuum. And both and living allows for all of you to exist at once, all of you to be accepted by you and the people around you. Instead of attempting to carve out and somehow find ourselves smaller or in a box or acceptable to someone else's expectations of what is quote unquote right. Instead, we get to be us and learn how wonderful and much easier, frankly, it is to live on this continuum. So when we talk about both ends living, let's kind of identify a way to understand what am I meaning? What I'm meaning is sometimes we have thoughts or we have feelings or even just some stuff that comes up and we don't know necessarily what it is. And it can become this overwhelming experience and feel as if it is clouding our day. And you can hear that when we say, oh, I'm having a shit day. I'm having a blah day. Heck, I think I said that yesterday. And when I stop there, I am forgetting that there are so many other things going on in my life. In addition to the stuff, the blah, the stressors, there's also so many other pieces. And so I have to check. I have to check in with myself and say, is what I'm telling myself right now, is it helping me feel better or worse? Is it helping me move forward into this yes life? Is it helping me feel more grounded and confident? 
or is it pull me away from these things? Because when it's the latter, we don't want to stay there. We don't want to sit and give that experience all the power, right? And so the next question is, is there something else that I can add to this thought, to this experience, to this feeling that would be more helpful? Can two things exist at one time? And yeah, I'll say can. So let's talk examples. And I want to bring up an example that has come across um, my work and the people that I work with in the training mentorship a lot recently, which is fear of not being financially secure. Or in the words of one client I was working with this week, fear of being broke and being in debt. And that can be true. I know I have been there. I know that there will probably be other points in my life where I'm there. And then there's also this other piece that when we stop with the fear, we stick with it, we, we let the fear stop us, I should say. We're not paying attention to the fact that money doesn't have to be a primary stressor anymore. It doesn't have to be the primary one. It doesn't mean that we're going from I'm worried about money to I'm not worried about money. It's saying that it doesn't have to be the number one thing in my mind because there are other things that can be true. There are other things that can come up that can compete for space and energy in my mind. And so how do we do that? Well, three easy steps. So the first is recognizing that fear is not a wall. I'm going to say that one more time. Fear is not a wall. It can feel that way, right? Walking along your path and there's this fear that says, whoa, no, stop. Don't go any further. And there's really like a yield sign. I think of anxiety in the same way, but we'll talk about that in a later video. Fear is like a yield sign that says, okay, okay, there's some stuff going on. There's some unknowns in the future. And so let's check our tools. Let's see what we've got to take care of this unknown. And let's recognize what it is that you're afraid of. And where is this thing that you're afraid of? Where is it, where is it actually at? Is it a reality? Or is it coming from a value set or a core belief conflict, right? If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's coming from a previous video. So um, I put the link in the description box, so definitely go and check that out. Take a look at fear as not a wall, but more like cellophane. It's not this brick wall in front of you. It's just this thin veil of cellophane that sure, in the right light, in certain circumstances, it can be reflective and you see yourself and you go, well, I've, there's nowhere further to go. Sometimes it can be a little bit cloudy and it can distort what's on the other side. And so there's some second guessing. Cellophane is thin and it is easy to lean up against it and feel that give before you break on, before you break on through. Fear is not a brick wall. Fear is cellophane that you can lean into 
and that you can safely and easily work through. We're just leaning into that thing, right? We're saying, I'm not gonna let fear be in control. I'm gonna listen to it and then I'm going to respond based off of my value set and my core belief system. Then, step two, I'm gonna recognize what my beliefs are about myself and money in this specific instance or myself and this activating event. So as I'm leaning in, right, I'm checking those core beliefs and I'm saying, what is coming up for me? So for a client that I've worked with in the past who had this fear of being broke and being in debt, she also had this belief that making more money in the job that she did was a sellout. And so there was some sabotage happening to her efforts to up level and to bring home more money. And when she recognized that, we were able to work through it and see some of the ways that by earning more money, reducing her stress, she showed up at her job more wholeheartedly, more enthusiastically. And the third thing is recognizing what society is telling you about this thing, this activating event. So in this circumstance, in this example, we're talking about um, feeling financially insecure and being in debt. What is your community and your society telling you about those things? For my client, there was this acceptance that, yep, you go to medical school or graduate school or law school and you're gonna be in debt and you're gonna be in debt forever and that's just how it is. And why does that have to be the truth? That's either or, this or that instead of this continuum in between. And so frankly, the third part is to just tell society to fuck off because you are no longer going to accept someone else's expectations for you. You're no longer going to accept outdated beliefs about people your age, people in the career that you're in, people who live in the zip code that you live in because you are not going to accept a this or that life. You are going to say, I can be a woman and I can do all of these wonderful things inside and outside of my personal life. I don't have to stick with what society is expected of me. I also don't have to stick with what my initial core beliefs tell me. I can be anxious about money and be optimistic about where my career is going. I can be fearful my relationship will not continue to grow. And I can be confident that whatever happens, I'm going to be okay. And I want you just to see my face when I'm talking about this, because these aren't even my stories. These are the stories of people that I've worked with. Well, let's be honest. I've had both of those stories in my life as well. And when we say the and, there's joy and calm and 
just a nice, beautiful smile instead of the sadness and the fear of this first thing. So what do we learn? What do we know about both and living? Both and living is saying, I'm not going to be one note. I'm not going to be one or two dimensional. I mean, heck, we live in a world of holograms and virtual reality. And so I'm going to be that complex. I'm going to not accept this one thing that comes up. Instead, I'm going to recognize that fear is like cellophane and I can lean into it. And I can do so by checking my core beliefs about myself in this situation. And then I can tell society to fuck off. And I'm going to do me and I'm going to do the hard things. And I'm going to do them in my own way and in my own style with my community, whatever that looks like. And hey, if you're looking for a community and you're looking for support, you know, drop a comment, send me an email. The Transcend Mentorship might be exactly what you're looking for. So I hope to connect with each of you. I hope to hear how um, this idea of both and living may have influenced your life moving forward. So drop a comment. Let me know, think about this. And if you have any questions, because I'm definitely there to answer them. And sometimes your questions lead to a future video. And I would love to do that for you. So thank you all so very much for your time. Both, both and living is something I could talk um, about for a very long time, but I'm doing my best to keep these shorter. Have a wonderful weekend, y'all. And take care. Ciao.